five, four, three, two, one. It's a beautiful day to have a sexy flute voice like mine. Of course, we can blame the weather. So, welcome to another episode of Self Conference with Lisa Nakafa, and this episode is titled Artistic Training. Yes, so we have Daddy Mita from Asadeva with us today. So, don't you go anywhere, there's a lot of new things to learn. Stay there. Lizana Kafwa on Self Conference. Daddy, welcome to the podcast and tell us about yourself. Hello, everyone. I know you have seen it on the poster, but I will say it again. My name is Muita, Daddy Muita, and I am the training and workshop manager at ACEDEVA, which stands for Art for Social and Economic Development in Africa. Uh, I'm delighted to be here on this podcast with Lizana and I'm looking forward to sharing my experiences and knowledge with you guys. Thank you for having me. Coming from an artistic environment as one of the creativity industry stakeholders, what do you have in mind um, about the current state of art and culture in Tanzania? I believe that the arts and culture sector in Tanzania is vibrant and full of potential. Uh, I believe that Tanzania has a rich cultural heritage that is reflected in its diverse artistic expressions, such as music, dance, theater, visual arts, literature, and so much more. what can I say? Uh, of course, I, I, I confirm that there are some challenges that the sector is facing, such as lack of funding, uh, limited access to resources, uh, as well as limited market for artistic products. But I'm still happy. I'm still happy to see that there has been a growing interest in the arts and culture sector in Tanzania. Uh, how? Uh, with with uh, with more investment and support from the government and private sector, there are also more opportunities for artists to showcase their work with events such as Habana Haba International Dance Festival and. Marafiki Music Festival, which are organized by Asadeva, where I come from. Uh, so there is hope, you know. I believe that uh, the future of the arts and culture sector in Tanzania is bright. And with the right support and investment, it has the potential to, to be a significant contributor to the country's social and economic development. I believe that. Can you guide us through what Asadeva is all about and its contribution to arts and culture uh, so far? And I would really, really like to know what's your interest in artistic training or rather trainings. Well, uh, Asadeva, which stands for Art for Social and Economic Development in Africa, 
is a non-profit organization that aims to promote the use of arts and culture for sustainable development in Tanzania and Africa in, in general. No. Our organization focuses on promoting the role of arts and culture in social and economic development through trainings, advocacy, and the creation of opportunities for artists and cultural workers. Well, for now, we organize two major annual festivals, the Habana Haba International Dance Festival, which takes place every July, and the Marafiki Music Festival, which takes place every October. And uh, these festivals provide a platform for artists and cultural workers to showcase their talents and share their experiences with audiences from around the world. Um, what else? Uh, uh, the festivals have sister events which take place every month. The Habana Haba Dance Extra, which takes place the second of uh, the second Friday of every month and the Marafiki Night Live which takes place the first Friday of every month. Yeah, so uh, uh, what else? Uh, well, in addition to the festivals, Asideva also offers trainings and workshops. I think I mentioned this before. In various aspects of the creative industry such as arts management, art and law, fundraising, and social issues such as gender-based violence. Our, our goal is to equip artists and cultural workers with the skills and knowledge they need to succeed in their careers. Uh, Asedeva also uh, has been involved in various advocacy initiatives to promote the use of arts and culture for social and economic development. For example, we have been involved in advocacy for policies that support the creative industry in different forums and platforms. What else? Uh, Asideva has made uh, significant contributions to the arts and culture sector in Tanzania, particularly in the areas of skills development, talent promotion, and advocacy for the role of arts and culture in sustainable development, as I said earlier. And uh, our recent Vinyago project, which was based in Berlin, Germany, raised much awareness on the importance of retrieving ancient masks, which were taken by the German during colonial rule. So uh, my interest in artistic trainings stems from the belief in the transformative power of the arts. Um, through trainings and skills development, artists and cultural workers are equipped with the tools which they need to uh, not only succeed in their careers but also to contribute to the social and economic development of their communities. So I, I am passionate about uh, providing opportunities for artists and cultural workers to enhance their skills, 
knowledge and abilities through trainings and workshops. Uh, it's also important to note that uh, the creative industry is constantly evolving and it's essential for artists and cultural workers to stay up to date with uh, new technologies, trends and best practices and uh, by providing trainings and skills development opportunities we can help ensure that the creative industry in Tanzania continues to thrive and make a meaningful contribution to the country's social and economic development. Uh, my interest is, uh, I don't know, man. Well, my interest in artistic training is driven by a desire to support and empower artists and cultural workers to succeed in their careers and as I said, contribute to the development uh, of their communities. Yeah, that's all I can say. Interesting. Now, I'm wondering, did you see yourself growing up um, in this artistic path? Well, uh, while I had a strong interest in the arts growing up, my educational background and early career were focused on social protection policy and development. Um, however, I, as I, I, I progressed in my career, I began to feel a desire to incorporate my passion for the arts into my work. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when I joined Asideva as the training and workshop manager, I saw an opportunity to combine my professional skills and expertise with my interest in the arts. I have always believed that the arts can be a powerful tool for social and economic development in Tanzania and Africa and globally, you know. And working at Asideva has allowed me to pursue that belief and make a meaningful contribution to my society. Uh, and through my work at Asideva, I have managed uh, a range of artistic training programs, including those for the Haba Nahaba International Dance Festival and the Marafiki Music Festival. And as you guys know, these festivals have provided opportunities for participants to learn new artistic skills, express themselves, and contribute to the cultural vibrancy of their communities. Uh, overall, while I didn't see myself growing up in an artistic path, I have found great fulfillment in using the arts as a tool for positive social change. And I'm grateful I really am grateful for the opportunity to do so through my work at Asedeva. Yeah. Okay, so what other talents or skills do you have? You know, apart from being passionate about, you know, training artists and all of that. Yeah, uh, aside from my work as the training and workshop manager at Asedeva, I have developed several other talents and skills throughout my my life, <laughs> you know. 
as I mentioned earlier, I have a strong interest in music and dance, and I have developed some proficiency in both of these areas. I have also developed skills in project management, strategic planning, and program evaluation through my work in social protection policy and development. Uh, what else? I have a passion for learning and personal growth, and I am currently undertaking a curatorial course at the Nafas Curatorial Academy this year. I'm one of the students, uh, which is helping me to deepen my understanding of the arts and develop new skills in the area of curatorial practice and arts management, you know. I believe that my diverse set of talents and skills uh, allow me to approach my work uh, from a variety of angles and helps me to be an effective and well-rounded training and workshop manager. Yeah. Daddy, you, you like to express yourself, but I am wondering too, do you identify yourself as an extrovert? <laughs> if you ask anyone close to me they will say that I'm an extrovert yeah I believe so myself I, I find that I am at my best when I'm, uh, I'm surrounded by people and engaging in social activities um, I enjoy meeting new people making connections and learning about about others and uh, I find that social interactions energize me and help me to feel motivated and inspired. And I am, yeah, I am I'm comfortable speaking in front of groups and I enjoy being the center of attention at times, you know, blah, 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 stuff like that. <laughs> at the same time, I recognize that it is important to balance my social activities with uh, my alone time, you know. Even though I am an extrovert, I still need time to recharge and reflect. You know, I I enjoy spending time reading, writing, and engaging in other solitary activities that uh, allow me to focus on my own thoughts and ideas. And I uh, I find that uh, this balance of social activity and solitude helps me to, to be my best self and to be more productive and effective in my work. You know, I, I believe that uh, being an extrovert is a key part of who I am and I embrace my social nature as a strength that helps me to connect with others and to make a positive impact in the world. Yeah. Um, Daddy, do you think people talk much about their emotions, like their stuff? Um, and uh, do you talk about yours openly? I would also love to add, do you have a go-to person or emotional support when things are not working out? 
and when it becomes too much when things are not really working out how do you release the pressure you know what is your outlet any method um method self-care routine that you can share with my audience please I think that uh, people often talk about their emotions but the degree to which they do so can can vary depending on on cultural social and individual factors uh in some cultures or social settings discussing one's emotions may be seen as taboo or uncomfortable while in others it may be encouraged and normalized so our individual personality traits and preferences can also play a role in in how much people talk about uh, their emotions uh, some people are naturally more open and expressive about their feelings while others may prefer to keep their emotions more private yeah so uh, it depends man it 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 really does i believe that uh discussing one's emotions can be a healthy and important part of uh personal growth and relationship building however it 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 is important to recognize that not everyone may feel comfortable doing so and it is important to respect individual boundaries and preferences when it comes to discussing emotions so those who are willing to uh, express their emotions they should be allowed to do so and those who are the opposite of that they should be understood as well yeah say that i i would say that i am comfortable discussing my emotions i really am but again it depends you see i'm back to what i just said it depends on the situation and the person i am talking to with my close people i am i am more likely to be open about my feelings and to seek their support and understanding um although in more professional or formal settings i may be uh, more reserved and hesitate to share my my emotions uh i believe that uh discussing emotions can be a healthy and important part of personal growth and relationship building but i also recognize the importance of respecting boundaries and being mindful of the context in which i am sharing my feelings i would say that i am selective about uh, when and with whom i discuss my emotions but i am generally comfortable doing so when it feels appropriate and safe yeah
I do have people that I turn to for emotional support when things get tough. Uh, these are usually my close people whom I trust and feel comfortable talking to about my feelings. They provide me with a listening ear. They provide me with empathy. They provide me with emotional support, which I find very helpful in managing difficult emotions and situations. I also believe that uh, it's important to have a diverse support system that includes both personal and professional resources. For example, in addition to talking to my people, I, I may also seek the support of a counselor or a therapist, especially if I am dealing with complex or long-standing emotional issues. But I haven't experienced such a, such a situation so far. I'm just saying just in case if things get complex, I could, you know, seek professional uh, uh, support. Uh, I find I find that having a I find that having a support system in place is crucial. It's crucial for uh, maintaining emotional well-being and resilience. Uh, and I and I make a conscious effort to cultivate and maintain those relationships over time. Yeah. So I try to exercise at least three or four times a week which helps me to release tension and reduce stress, though I enjoy running. Uh, yoga, just a little bit, not much, but running, yes, I, I run a lot. Mindfulness, number two, that is mindfulness. I, I practice mindfulness meditation regularly to help me stay present in the moment. Uh, and this helps me to reduce anxiety. Uh, and this involves focusing on my breath and observing my thoughts without judgment, you know. And number three could be, what is it? Uh, yeah, creative activities. I, I mentioned it up there. Uh, creative activities. I enjoy writing, painting. I'm not a good painter, but I try and playing music as a way to express my emotions and engage in creative self-expression. Yeah, what else, what else? Uh, time in nature. Yeah, I love spending time outdoors, whether it's going for a hike or simply sitting outside and enjoying the natural surroundings. Uh, this helps me to feel more grounded and connected to the world around me yeah uh, what else uh, social connections uh, spending time with friends and loved ones is important to me and i i make sure to prioritize social connections in my life uh, this helps me to feel supported and connected to others which is essential for emotional well-being yeah, so I, I try to approach self-care as a holistic practice that includes physical, emotional, and social well-being. Uh, and uh, by prioritizing self-care and practicing these activities regularly, I am better able to 
manage stress and maintain emotional balance yeah and now mhm i want to know do you think men understand the modern women needs um and also i would love to add what's your views on men being more attached to financially independent women and if you think love is enough i <laughs> this is a tough one uh i believe that uh, understanding modern women's needs is an ongoing process you know it's ongoing man it's it's ongoing and it requires active effort from individuals of all genders uh while progress has been made in recent years towards promoting gender equality and inclusivity there is still a lot of work to be done to understand women's needs well uh, in my experience men who are willing to listen and learn from women's perspectives can have a better understanding of their needs uh it's important to recognize that women's needs are diverse and complex not these words man diverse and complex and may vary based on factors such as cultural background social economic status and personal experiences and uh as someone who values inclusivity and diversity i believe that it's important to promote gender equality and create spaces where women can feel heard and valued uh there are a lot of these platforms and uh these spaces but i urge to have more and more and more you know uh this includes advocating for policies and initiatives that promote gender equality and actively listening to women's experiences and perspectives so we have to listen it's all about listening but uh and i and i believe that men can understand modern women's needs by actively listening and learning from uh women's experiences as i said and by working to create a more equitable and inclusive society yeah looking all sharp and everything i think the ladies want to know are you single or dating uh am i single or dating i am i am currently dating uh well while i value my personal life and privacy i i can say that i am enjoying getting to know my my partner and building a connection with her uh communication respect and trust are important aspects of any healthy relationship and i am committed to nurturing those qualities in my own dating experience yeah What's your views on committed relationships? Uh well, committed relationships are are important for for building strong and lasting partner partnerships. 
uh, in my view, uh, a committed relationship involves a strong emotional and uh, physical connection between two people who are who are willing to work together to to build a future together. You know, uh, so such relationships require communication, trust, and mutual respect, as well as willingness to to compromise and work through challenges together. Um, while there are maybe ups and downs in a committed relationship, uh, the rewards of a deep and lasting connection can be incredibly fulfilling. So I think that uh, committed relationships can be a, a beautiful and important part of uh, of a fulfilling life. Yeah. People should be committed. Guys, be committed. Okay, daddy, this is an open floor. Feel free to tell my audience about your upcoming projects, um, businesses, and so that we can support you fully with all the artistic trainings and stuff. Karibu. Yeah, so I would I would like to inform everyone listening about our upcoming events at Asedeva. We have two annual festivals, the Habana Haba International Dance Festival, which takes place every July, and this year it will start on the 3rd of July throughout the 8th of July. And the Marafiki Music Festival, which takes place every October, and this year it will take place uh, from 5th of October to 8th of October. So, come guys. Come witness the beauty of uh, of art, and these festivals bring together artists, performers, and community members from all over Africa and the world to celebrate and promote the power of art for social and economic development. Uh, and don't forget the sister events, which are which take place every month and. Uh, for these events, the Habana Haba Dance Extra and the Marafiki Night Live take place at Asedeva premises. They take place at Asedeva premises, Ikungi Street, Kinondoni, Manyanya. Aside from the festivals, we also offer trainings and workshops, as I told you guys earlier, in various areas such as arts, culture, and community development. Uh, our primary goal is to empower individuals and communities to leverage the transformative power of art to create positive change in their lives and communities. We also have Swahili classes at Asedeva premises at a very cheap price with professional Swahili tutors. So to stay updated on our upcoming events and activities, you can follow us on social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram uh, by the name Asedeva Tanzania. And also you could visit our website, which is www.asedeva.or.tz. Simple. You can also support us by attending our events and sharing our mission with your networks. Thank you guys. Thanks for the support. My name is Day Day. You already know what it is. If you don't, you should by now. Yep. 
Thank you so much, Daddy, for being with us on this episode, Artistic Training on Self-Conference with Lizana Kalfwa. Until the next episode, this is Lizana Kalfwa. Don't forget to go and visit Lizana Lizzie at gamma.com to grab your few copies of my ebooks. Yes. <laughs>